So if we ask about why did something originate, why is something the way that it is right now, where is it all headed, how is it all going to end, at the end of it all, the answer is going to be the glory of God. From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast, Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Well, welcome again to the Straight Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Philpot, and as always, I'm joined by Pastor Richard Caldwell of Founders Baptist Church. Now, this podcast seeks to answer questions about faith, doctrine, practice, Bible verses, and even cultural issues. And we'd love for you to join the conversation. So if you're watching from YouTube, just leave us a comment below the video and we'll get to that. Or you can submit a question at our website, and the address is straighttruth.net. Now, at our website, you can find links to all of our social media channels, as well as previous episodes. With that, let's get to the question for this episode. Well, Pastor, our question for this episode has to do with Satan, of all topics. But the question comes like this. Why did God create Satan? And if God is a perfect God, he's a God of love, and he also knows the future, why would he create an angel that he knows will turn bad and do the destructive things that he's done and doing. Yeah, whenever we get a question that involves a why, right away our minds need to turn to Scripture. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't want to think about any question, including one like that, in, in the realm of our imagination. We want to think in the realm of revelation. What has God told us? And that's actually a good lesson for everything in the Christian life. You know, there, there are things that we might want to know, but God hasn't chosen to reveal to us which means we're not meant to know it. And we ought not to waste our time in those things. Rather, we mm-hmm. need to occupy our minds in the realm of what God has chosen to tell us and then leave the rest to Him. The things that are revealed belong to us. The things that are secret belong to the Lord. Those, those are the things that He has chosen to keep to Himself. So all of the reasons why God made Satan or all of the reasons why God allowed sin and those sorts of questions, we don't have access to all of that. I think what we can say with some confidence is when I look at the Bible as a whole, what seems clear to me is what is most important to God is his own glory. Mm-hmm. He does everything that he's done, everything that he's worked uh, out according to his will. It is ultimately for his glory. The, the source of everything is explained by that. The course of everything is explained by that. The end of everything is explained by that in the end. I think about Romans eleven thirty six which says, for from him and through him and to him are all things, to him be glory forever. Amen. So if we ask about why did something originate, why is something the way that it is right now, where is it all headed, how is it all going to end, at the end of it all, the answer is going to be the glory of Mm. God. And that's good and that's right. So why did God create Satan, knowing in advance what Satan would be, knowing in advance what Satan would produce, the, the answer is, as, as unsatisfying as it will be to some minds, the answer is God's glory. There's something about God that is being put on display because things are the way that they are. And all of that is good in the final analysis or else God would not have ordained it mm-hmm. because our God is perfectly good, perfectly wise. So the answer that I would give is the glory of God. So you're saying, you use this word ordained. So now we're getting into a, a broader question, maybe, yeah. not talking about this angel, Satan. The broader question of, you know, d- does God allow these things to happen and why does he allow these things to happen? You're saying for his glory. 
Okay, so, so if I've got the logic correct from, let's think Ephesians 1 here. From all eternity, God de- determined mm-hmm. to, um, to, to redeem uh, a people through his son. And, and you just tell me if I'm correct on this. By doing so, he ordained that evil would exist and come about to bring about the death of the son, which would redeem a people, which ultimately is to the praise of his glory. Is yeah, that correct? I think that's exactly right. Right. So... I mean, I can't say it better than that. I would add to that, we need to remember that the desires of God and the decrees of God, and by desires I mean something God rejoices in directly, mm-hmm. takes pleasure in in a direct fashion, those things don't always match with his decrees. God has decreed certain things that involve, along the course of the way, things that displease God. He, mm-hmm. He's allowed things that displease him. But in the end, it will all be to his glory, and it will all represent what pleases him in mm-hmm. the final analysis. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I think that includes the existence of evil and everything else. We, what we don't want to say is that God had nothing to do with it because that's not true. Yeah. There's nothing that exists that God did not have sovereignty over. So when God said, well, when the Apostle Paul says, the Lord through Paul says, God has created some vessels for honorable use and some for dishonor, honorable use, Satan is, in, is, is one of those ones that he has created for dishonorable use. Yeah, I think the question there ha- has to do with the, the question of salvation in the realm of humanity. But yeah, there, there's no doubt that God had a purpose for Satan when he made him. Okay. And Satan is fulfilling that purpose. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and the same is true, for example, in the human realm when you think about Judas. Oh, I mean, yeah. what, what Judas did with the Lord Jesus was foreordained. Mm-hmm. Did God take pleasure in a direct fashion. Did God take pleasure in what Judas did? No, it was hateful to God. Did God make Judas Judas in the sense that he infused Judas with the capacity for betrayal? No, no, that was the result of sin. Mm-hmm. God, God allowed sin and sin produced a Judas. According to his nature. According his nature to his is... nature, right. Mm-hmm. God could have taken Judas out of existence before the betrayal ever took place. Mm-hmm. So as Peter preached on the day of Pentecost, the hands of wicked men crucified the Lord Jesus Christ, right. but it was according to the perfect will of yeah, God. Foreknowledge of God, which Peter says there. Exactly right. That's too. Yeah. yeah, that's helpful. Okay, a couple rapid fire questions about mm. the devil then, since we're talking about <laughs> okay. uh, the devil. So the devil is an angel? Yes. He is in, so a created being before humanity was created. Correct. Is the serpent in the garden in Genesis 3 the devil? Yeah. Because in the book of Revelation, as it speaks about the devil, uh, he, he is described as the serpent of old. Mm-hmm. So yes, one and the same. Okay, so an ancient, the ancient dragon, John says, right? The, right. the serpent. Right. So that is the devil. Um, was the devil created good? Yes, okay. originally good. Fell. I think there are indications in the book of Isaiah, for example, that the, the explanation for his fall was pride. Okay. And so his heart is lifted up. Beautiful, mm-hmm. wise good, might even be true to say held the highest place among, uh, among all the angels in some respect and yet fell as a result of hmm. his pride. Yeah, that was my next question. So we, we have some angelic appearances in the Bible. We get that in the Old and the New Testament, actually. What does the devil look like? What, what, would he be like these others? Or Yeah, we're not told. Mm-hmm. I, I can't think any way of any description. If you can, add it and we'll talk about it. I can't, th- can't think of any description uh, outside of his character. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have a, a description in the Old Testament that's hard even to decipher regarding mm-hmm. appearance, 
but nothing in in the forms that we would understand. Mm -hmm. But definitely not like pitchfork and horns. Of course not. That sort of Dante vision. Okay, final question. What is the devil's ultimate end? How does it come about? Uh, The book of Revelation indicates that that the time is going to come when he's locked away for a thousand-year period. He will emerge and then be finally judged by the Lord Jesus Christ and put away for forever. So the devil, like, um, like those who are sinned, will have an eternity but it is a bound eternity where he is no longer able to affect anything else and apparently uh, an eternity in hell like yeah the bible says the hell was hell was prepared for the devil and his angels and so lost humanity will will share in that end as well but uh, a final judgment from god that means he is forever off the scene thanks again for joining us for this episode of the straight truth podcast Now, we'd love for you to share this episode with friends and family. And the easiest way to do that is just by going to one of our social media channels and liking and subscribing to our videos there. Now, we'd love to spread the word about straight truth. And the easiest way to do that is by going to the Apple podcast link and leaving us a five-star review. Now, straight truth is listener supported. So if you'd like to find out ways to help us to continue to produce this podcast, again, go to our website, straighttruth.net. Now, Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingingrace.org.